It's time to breathe new life into the social entrepreneur by empowering you to make a living through fulfilling work that will impact lives. You'll make money, but more importantly, you'll make a difference. Welcome to the Change Creator Podcast. It's time to build a business with purpose. Now here's your host, Adam Force. Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is your host, Adam Force. Welcome to the Change Creator Podcast show, where we are redefining good business. Today's magic word is engagement, and we all want more of it. We reached out to a tech disruptor and human behavior expert. His name is Isaac Tolpin. He's also an entrepreneur. He's the founder of ConveyYour.com, the number one micro-learning platform for influencers and companies. So Isaac is this tech entrepreneur. He's a futurist at heart, and he is on a mission helping brands to authentically connect and inform at scale. Uh, he has over $105 million in combined revenues from the company he's helped build, um, and his success comes from really understanding the relationships between human, human behavior, business, and technology. So guys, we're going to tap into some of the advice and expertise he has um, in the engagement space. Now, before we move on, we have a very special edition magazine coming out very soon, so keep your eyes and ears peeled. It's going to be issue number 19, and that will be released on September 15th. That is just days away if you're listening to this on the release date. So September 15th, we're going to be talking about pot, purpose, and profit. That's right, pot, purpose, and profit. What is going on in the cannabis industry? What do you need to know? Is there something there for you to capitalize on? This is a whole new frontier. Guys, this is exciting, and we're going to look at the social impact of the cannabis movement and the business opportunities that are stemming from it. Okay, so you don't want to miss this one. This is definitely uh, a really powerful uh, addition, and it is on the forefront of a really historical trend that is taking place right before our eyes. Uh, currently out and available is our interview with Jay Shetty. You guys, Jay Shetty is crushing it right now. He's a storytelling master. He's spreading wisdom and he has unprecedented commentary in this interview. Go into the Change Creator app, listen to the Jay Shetty interview at the bottom of the article. It is the full interview and there are amazing bits of strategy and insight based on how Jay Shetty has built billions and billions of views on YouTube and around the web. All right, guys, we're going to jump into this interview and get cracking with Isaac. I know you're going to dig this. Hey, Isaac, welcome to the Change Creator Podcast show where we are redefining good business. How are you doing today? Doing great. Great to be here, Adam. Appreciate it. Awesome. Awesome. I appreciate you taking the time. And um, it looks like you have some real interesting background. Um, so why don't you update people a little bit just with a abbreviated version so they kind of know where you're coming from um, and we can get to where you are right now and, and tap into that expertise you have. Sure. I've been an entrepreneur my whole life. Uh, early days, uh, direct sales to then, you know, started a company and it failed. I've also been a paid speaker, coach, uh, built courses, monetized courses, done marketing things. Uh, today, I'm, you know, co-founder of a tech platform, conveyyour.com, that helps trainers and companies. Right. Awesome. Okay. So for conveyyour.com, um, just to tell us a little bit more about that. It looks like a really great platform, and we're going we're gonna to dive into course development and marketing and that kind of stuff today, and that is a micro-learning platform. So um, maybe just a little more insight around that. 
Yeah, and microlearning is a key word. Um, you know, a lot of people misunderstand that. They go, well, what about my big videos and so forth? And is that just for light stuff? And the, the term microlearning is there because it aligns with where human behavior is today. If you think about anybody listening, if you think about yourself, um, you know, we go to a YouTube video and we bail on it as soon as we get what we want or if it's not what we want or not. <laughs> Interesting enough, we'll bail on it. Right. And so so we're in a, a just-in-time world where you know, we're getting content at our fingertips. So when you think about course creation, you have to think about, okay, there's a difference. Content's no longer king. You know, content's a commodity. So that's not bad news, though. Don't, don't think of that as bad news if you want to create leverage with the course. It's that content with the right delivery with an objective that they're going to get out of it at the end is king or queen, if you'd rather. <laughs> and so, um, so that's, that's kind of the premise behind it. And micro learning is simply the software to structure your content and deliver it in a way that people enjoy. Okay. Very good. Now. So I'm curious then what led you to start convey your.com and you know, what was happening before and what kind of gave you the epiphany to get involved with that? Well, I've been, you know, understanding of human behavior, where things are at from coaching to direct sales, working with tons of college students and young people and seeing the shifts there, leading lots of people uh, to then, you know, building an e-learning production company, kind of like a publishing model where we would build for big name brand influencers, uh, corporate trainers, their intellectual property and do the production uh, and house it and even marketing support for their courses, whether they're selling into corporate or selling, you know, to individuals with online marketing. And we would take 25% forever and they pay us big fees and all that stuff. And in that space, uh, in all those experiences, I'm just like, why isn't there technology that can easily create an experience where someone can do it themselves and create an experience that people actually enjoy? If anybody thinks about any online course you've ever taken, you probably think of the word boring. And and we can't bore people. They will not stay around if you're boring people. I mean, people just won't tolerate it anymore. Many years ago, we would tolerate it because we were a different society. We didn't have smartphones at our fingertips to shift to anything we want. So today, you've got to keep their attention. And so that's kind of where where the, the motivation came from. I'm like, why can't there be technology that aligns with this? So my incredible business partner, Stephen Ryan, and I started from the ground up building something for the learner not the author yeah a lot of a lot of programs build it for the author kajabi teachable thinkific great platforms but in a lot of respects it's it's not really built for the learner if they were they would have built it mobile first they would be using text message notifications instead of just email things like that right yeah that makes sense and so those types of developments you have found um have increased engagement Oh, massively. Oh, massively. I mean, just uh, you think about it. it just, let's just take email, for example. Let's get into some principles that are practical help for you guys. Um, if you're using email notifications, you're adding to a place in their world where they feel guilty. And so as soon as a few of those email notifications stack up about more content, they are now, even if they like you, they like your content, they paid a lot of money for it, they're likely to bail out of overwhelm and that guilty feeling. But text messages actually release dopamine in the brain. It's actually a positive association. It's immediate, it's real time, it's easy for them. Text messages don't stack up in their inbox. 
And so, it, and, it, and it feels personal. And so if you're trying to engage them, that one thing can make a dramatic difference. Yeah. And have you found that while being a really strong point of engagement, um, it's also a very sensitive and personal point of engagement. Is there a frequency that you have found could create people to opt out versus stay engaged? Well, you, that's such a good point. I mean, an email, right? We're, we're kind of layering emails. We're kind of saying the same thing in different ways over and over again because we know only 15% will open them. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so, and so, and so by that very fact, you know, we, we're not annoying people because they're not getting them. Um, so, but with a text message, 97% of people open a text within three minutes. Right. So, so you have to keep that in mind. Like you're only going to send a text message if, well, on the marketing side, you just have to know they're going to get it. So if you know they're going to get it and they opened it, then you have to think about that and go, what's appropriate. Now on, if they're already in a course, they signed up for something. Now I'll give you guys an example. Stories are fun. Um, there was a 30 lesson course deployed at capital one Marriott and code. And it was the same course. And it was through a trainer and speaker and author, Stephen Shapiro, uh, Stephen Shapiro.com. You can check him out. And he's an innovation expert. And he went in and he launched this thing. And he, he wanted to create 30 lessons dripped over 30 days. And every time they, every day, they get a text message to their phone with a link and they could go in and there's a new video with a gamified question. Just one simple thing every single day. Then in a leaderboard with points and at the end, they can reward people if they want. Now, what was fascinating is I thought for sure when he was building this thing that these corporate people, these middle managers in these companies that aren't necessarily all young are going to get really annoyed with a text message every single day. You know what ended up happening? They all loved it. It was made optional. And at Capital One, 100% of those middle managers completed all 30 lessons over 30 days. I mean, they just loved it. So it's it's all about um, timing and appropriateness. And and, uh, if they bought into something and they want the information, then and and you're delivering it in a fun, easy way, where there's a lot of things beyond that, then you're going to be golden. So... What have you found then to be um, a valuable delivery? So when you say in a fun, easy way, I get a text message and to keep someone engaged, you don't want to overwhelm them. So is it a, do they click a link and open up a two minute video and that's easy enough? Or you mentioned gamification. So what they click a link and they go and they answer a simple question. And is that it? Why is that engaging to them? Yeah, good question. And I know I'm speaking to people that are probably familiar with things like Infusionsoft or things like that. Yep. And familiar with things where you're selling something and now they have, it's a gateway access to a website or, or gateway access to a drip fed videos over time um, or a membership site or something like that, all different scenarios. And I understand that world. But what you have to think about is, is how can you give them an experience where it's it's really robust and interactive but it's right on their mobile device and they don't have to dig into the email and things like that so now let me describe it so they get they buy it whatever wherever they buy it on your website or wherever and then immediately they get a text and an email the reason you want to send both right away is because that email they might want to consume uh the content on their computer too and so now they can bookmark that learner link they got on their computer and always have it but then they also have it on their phone and then the learner link the link is key here's a big deal 
you never want people to have to log in after that first experience or even in the first experience. And so what we've created is a unique learner link where that unique link just get, really gets sent out. But if they save it, they could just click it and they're in their portal. And the reason there's security behind it, because it detects devices. So it learns what their device is. If it detects a foreign device, it will ask for a code. And so that unique learner link, getting friction out of the learning experience is critical if you're going to keep them engaged and keep them going. And this might be a free course to buy bigger courses or bigger programs, or this might be your tripwire that's a cheap course to buy bigger things. Well, you want them to experience that thing if they're going to actually be motivated to buy something more. But it's fair then to have, and I, I love where this is going, um, and I wonder what happens when everyone starts taking this approach and how many how many people will you invest? I mean, I guess how many courses do you really take at a time? So if someone's texting you on a regular basis for this course, it's kind of like your you know, reminders and your motivation and that kind of thing to keep moving it forward. Um, and you're probably not doing several at a time. So you shouldn't be overwhelmed with text messages coming at all hours of the day. <laughs> That's right. And you can control what time of day and when and all that stuff. And kind of the holy grail of this, and this is coming soon, which is um, when the learner can choose to turn it into a push notification from a native app. And so it starts out as text message, and I highly recommend that because, you know, they're not right in the beginning. They may not be as into it, right? Or they might be into it, but they may not be really understanding yet. So you got to get them into it and get in front of their face with a text message. But then if the learner would prefer to get a push notification and download the app, they can switch to that. That's coming. Uh, it's almost done. Um, but we haven't noticed any pushback from the SMS. People aren't unsubscribing. It's people are loving it. I think I almost feel like the SMS is better than the uh, push notification. To be honest, um, I'm glad you're saying that because I completely agree. Yeah, just because it's. I know it's easy to swipe the notification, but for some reason, when you open up the text and you have that link in there with like a little video, if you want them to watch a video, whatever it is, um, I find that to just for some reason be easier. Just feels easier. Oh yeah, and you know what's interesting? You can you can decide to do this or not, but th th some people will reply to that text message because you're going to write them in a personal way. It's going to say, "Hey Isaac, uh, here's a lesson two. Keep it up and sign it, you know, with your name." And then there's a learner like, and it can all be you know automated that way. But but um, but they'll, they'll reply back sometimes. And then you know if you want to, you can uh, you can actually get those responses inside that dashboard and reply to them all at once in your timing. It's not dinging your phone or anything. For them, it's a normal text message experience. For you, it's all in a dashboard and it's easy to get to when you want. But man, if you get back to one of your followers with a, a, a response to their text message, you are creating raving fans. And we all know the book Tribes, Seth Godin, all you need is a thousand raving fans and you're, you're golden. So if you want to create raving fans really fast, invest and do that personal text back to them when they text in and the system makes it easy for us. Yeah, absolutely. Interesting. Um, okay. And so I guess I'm curious then, um, I'd like to just talk about some of the um, insights you have learned when it comes to either the biggest challenges people face when putting together a course to teach a skill that they have or coach or do something um, and some of the bigger successes that you have learned from all the, the courses and from the work that you're doing with um, uh, Conveyor. Um, can you speak to those two areas? 
Absolutely. So challenges is literally uh, analysis paralysis. I mean, it's like it, it feels daunting to create videos and build a course and 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 you don't get to it. And 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 I understand that. I used to have a company that would do that professionally for brand name influencers. And you know, uh, it, it, the problem with that production, I saw it as being a provider of that. The problem with that is the speed of change. And so I have good news for you with this because this, things are moving so fast and you're changing so fast. You're improving your ideas all the time and you're going to have videos that need to be updated. And so if you put too much into your production, you will become irrelevant. Right. So speed and relevancy trumps breadth and polish. And so we have to, we have to go, okay, let's keep this simple. And so literally if you have a good background, let's talk about production for a second, at least a good background, um, audio needs to be solid. That's important. But the video can literally be talking head video. And I'm going against what a lot of people say here. And the reason we've proven this is because the software should make up for a basic video. If all the pressure is on your video, you never get to production. Right. And then when you do, it becomes outdated. Right. But if the software, if the engagement afterwards, if you're creating it, people want an experience today. So say your stuff, but here's the rule on video. One to five minutes per video. That's it. Shorter is better. And if you need lots of videos, that's okay. But you got to keep each video short because here's the rule. If they love you and love your content, but they, they, they did a couple lessons. Now they're out in their world of busyness. When they think, and they get a notification to come back when they think, Hey, do I have 15 minutes right now? They're going to say no. But if they think, do I have five minutes right now? they're likely to say yes. And if you, if you, if you create trust with them, I call it learner trust where they need to do these things. And if you're taking notes, jot these down, they need to learn something valuable. They need to, it needs to complete to where when they come back, it's checked off and they, it remembers it's completed and it needs to, um, engage them. So there needs to be an experience level where they can give feedback back or engage with something. And they need to get recognized for it all within five to seven minutes, five minutes, ideally. And it needs to be beautiful on the phone. Right. I know all of this when you hear it is like obvious. Of course, Isaac. <laughs> well, no, nobody else created that except us. I'm telling you. And, and, and it's got to be it's got to be that simple. And, and, it, and what's beautiful about that is it's easier for you on the production side. Yeah. Because short videos need less editing. You can do three takes, have your phone in a tripod, or something better, fine. Uh, some lights on you, good background. Speak the truth they need to hear in the camera for three minutes. Do it three times. Pick your best one of three. Edit the front and back. And then put it up on YouTube and make it private and take that link or Vimeo or Wistia, whatever you do. Put it in a conveyor and pick your assessment or engagement format you want to go with it. And boom, you created a lesson that's powerful. Now create a whole, you know, 10 more of those lessons. You have an 11 lesson course. I mean, it doesn't have to be hard. Right, right, which is really interesting. And I have to, I, I'm very curious about this kind of stuff. And I think a lot of people in our audience are, as I mentioned in our preliminary conversation, you know, people are looking to expand and to um, expand their business with new revenue streams. And I think, you know, it's taken for granted. We all say, yes, I know people do courses, digital learning, but um, how we deliver that today and aligning it to the um, current expectations for the experience, you know, just like, 
we've moved our magazine app instead of traditional, we're getting into more like a Netflix model because that's how people expect information in that kind of an environment. And I think when it comes to this, um, being mobile first and creating something that they can do on the fly um, that is easy, accessible, but still informative and valuable, um, and getting it through a text message format versus you know the daily emails and all that stuff. I can see a lot of value in that as long as we're not, you know, pissing people off with too many text messages. <laughs> yeah, totally. And you know what? It, you know what's cool is if, if they say stop, it can, it'll can it automatically switch to email. Um, you know, so emails, you know, it, and there's also some certain use cases where you need to use email. Like, you know, a, a corporate environment or a company where you don't want people using the personal devices, which is a bad decision if anybody's listening. But... Um, but sometimes there's rules like that and things like that where you have to use email and you can do that. Right, right. And I, I could see the value. I mean, email is still, it's not going away. It's still very important. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, people have their inundated emails where they sign up for all the junk and then they probably have their primary email that they try to keep it as clean as they can. Um, and you know, as far as text messaging go, I I mean, I think it's great because obviously it gets high, high, high attention. Um, the apps notifications, they work too, for sure. And maybe it's not as intrusive, but I do like the text messaging because it leaves a paper trail. You can scroll back and see the previous items, whereas notifications you don't. Yeah. Well, good point. Very good point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I guess tell me a little bit about, um, Right now, I'm I'm looking actually at your sample page, and it looks like you do and provide the opportunity for various formats of content, polls, assessments, you know, um, different, um, you know, blank, like, entry forms, checklists. So these are all options to help and create the learning experience and engagement, correct? Yeah, absolutely right. And uh, you create a simple outline, and then you can you can build it and convey your and then build your videos afterwards or, or build the videos first and then go okay watch your video you made and go which engagement is going to go best with this okay and then boom you can and just pick it awesome awesome and so um i'm curious so then you have what a dashboard for people but it sounds like you're building an app so you're going to have a dashboard where now this would be delivered and you'd be able to control what goes to text message what might be a notification um they can all automatically be email alerts as well so everything will have a dashboard control is there metrics and reporting that's going to be shared how does that all work yeah, all of that's built now, except the app is not quite out. But all of that in the, the web version, which is the web version is built for mobile. So it's built to look amazing on mobile, but also work great on computers. Yeah. Um, but we just, you know, there is a place for an app, too. So that'll come out. But, yeah, it has dashboard of reporting, all that stuff. And and um, but we believe, you know, there is an opportunity where you could give the choice to a learner to turn the text message into a notification. However, authors out there. If I were you, I would, in many use cases, keep the text messaging on and not give them that option. So, of course, we'll have controls in the back end that, you know, either, you know, give the choice to allow your learners to do that or not. Right, right. Okay. So let's talk a little bit about marketing these courses. So you got this new revenue stream. You got over your analysis paralysis. You got the damn thing up and running. Um, you know, you're ready to run your beta. And I think everyone's next big fear is I'm going to launch it to the sound of crickets. <laughs> yeah, um, well, it's, it's, so, a, it's, a, it's a good fear to have. I mean, you got to do a couple things, otherwise you're fused to reality. Um, 
first thing you got to do is you've got to make sure you build what people want to buy. So it kind of happens at the beginning um, because a lot of people will build what they're passionate about. Maybe people love getting coached uh, on the, on this particular topic and so forth, but that doesn't mean people are going to buy that in course form. Um, so what you have to do is you have to ask people. So I'm sure you have an email database or you have some kind of group of people in social media or somewhere where uh, people that regularly like getting information from you. Um, and then you got to ask them, Hey, you know, what kind of content would you like to get, learn more from me about? You would have to phrase that better. I'm just top of mind here, but, <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, but you, you know, just, just ask the one one question survey thing and, and, and just kind of get a sense for what people want to hear from you. And that'll give you a good bearing on what if nobody says back the thing you're so passionate about giving them, yeah. that'll tell you something. I agree. And I'll add to it actually. in some of the surveys that we've done for this type of exercise with audiences is you ask, you know, what is currently your biggest goal? Um, and what is currently your biggest challenge? What steps have you taken to get to that goal? So guys, there's questions like that that will help you really drive towards what people are currently thinking. Like it may not actually be what they need. <laughs> um, they should, they, at least it's what they think they need. So that's what they're going to be looking for. Um, and I always like to also consider habits. You know, people have certain habits and where do those habits come from? Um, it could be fear of, you know, failure and fear of other things. Um, you know, so they use these tools in order to avoid those things. So there's a lot to consider, but I think your point is spot on with, you know, the more you could talk to a potential customer who you think your target market is and ask those questions just to understand what are they doing, what are their goals, what are the challenges, um, you're going to have a lot more success and waste, you know, churn on your course. So I think that's a great point. Yeah, and absolutely. And, and then on the marketing side, actually make sure you're selling it. Let's say you have it all built and all that stuff. Um, it's, it's, you have to figure out a, you know, where's the best place to advertise to this market. Yep. And for a lot of, I mean, I, I'm a big believer in Facebook ads, even though Facebook bothers me in a lot of ways, but still <laughs> best place, um, you know, and your page and, and, and doing that stuff. And, um, you know, that's a process. You can hire an agency to do that or you can figure it out yourself. I've done both. And um, and then in certain use cases, if you're really trying to get a B2B corporate kind of uh, lead, LinkedIn could be a great solution. But still, those people are also on Facebook. So it just depends. So you got to kind of figure that out. And there's the pricing stuff. You got to figure out, okay, what's my price point? And really, I mean, just to back up, you kind of have to whiteboard a funnel. You have to go, what is my sales funnel? How am I going to get them interested uh, with something free or a tripwire, which is basically a low expense high value item that they're going to buy. So they're used to spending money with you and then they buy more from you, you know, or is it something free to a tripwire into your course? And there's, there's definitely stuff to figure out what, what you don't want to do is just go, Hey, I'm going to build it and they're going to come and everybody's going to buy this. And I'm going to be able to sip my lemonade on the beach. <laughs> and, and I think, uh, you know, online marketing, I don't want to be a discouragement here, but actually I'm helping you. Uh, online marketing is a whole business in and of itself. Of course. And so if you're not, if you know nothing about online marketing, you're either going to learn it and become passionate and aggressive about it, or you're going to hire someone to do it for you, or you're going to fail. Yeah. And, and it is important. I mean, if it's not your area of expertise, you can certainly learn it, but there is value in sometimes a 
taking a look at what your strengths are and are not, and you may need to bring someone on board that has those strengths. So that might be a co-founder, it might be a contractor, you know, so I think those are good points. And, you know, really understanding, um, you know, what part of the journey your audience is in for your product? Are they early phase and curious? And you're going to have to speak to them certain ways and offer them certain things in order to get them to trust your brand, especially if you're brand new. So you're right, man. I mean, the funnel, depending on who that audience is and where they are in their thinking, that funnel can get longer and longer. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And by the way, I'm a big fan of email with the marketing funnel. So on that side, I'm much more of a proponent for email. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. I mean, email has its place. It's not going anywhere. And plus, it removes you from being platform dependent. You know, you don't want to be dependent on uh, Facebook and Google for your, your business. If something dramatically changes, your business will get shook too much. So email you will have, and it's not really going to get shook the same way. So you should be pretty stable if you have that email list. And the phone number list, too. Absolutely. All you have to watch is Zuckerberg you know, get drilled by the senators and understand <laughs> yeah. that at a whim, he can change your business if all your revenue comes there from there. Yeah, totally. 100%. All right. So we're going to do a wrap up here. Uh, this has really been cool and valuable. I really actually like what you guys are doing. So I was excited to talk more about it. Um, Thank you. Thank yeah. You. Yeah. I think it's a, it's a smart leaning into the future kind of approach. Um, and uh, yeah, so I think there's a lot guys that you could check out. So let me pull this up. The website, go check them out right now, is uh, conveyor.com. So I'm going to spell that. C-O-N-V as in Victor, E-Y-O-U-R.com. So conveyor.com. Um, and it's cool. They can do a sample. You can check out the resources and the products they offer and all that good stuff. So um, looks like a really visually engaging and, and well put together program. So if you got a course you're working on, this might be something that you want to check out and could be a good modern day execution for you. Uh, Isaac, let me give you an opportunity to give any final shout outs, um, any final words, um, anything that you want to throw out there. Oh, no, I mean, I would just say, you know, it's a beautiful thing when you get something up and you're contributing to the world in a way that gets your genius out there and people are being impacted, but you didn't have to physically be there. So it is worth it. Uh, it's worth the effort and worth going through that. And it's also worth it, you know, if you're training employees at your company or something like that. Um, I would say also, uh, I can you can put it in the show notes, but I'll give you guys um, uh, a blueprint. I forget what I called it, but it's, it's like a course building blueprint, uh, micro learning blueprint, something like that where it has an outline in there for you and those kinds of things. And uh, it'll be in a conveyor campaign. So a little five lesson course, you can also experience it. So I'll, I'll give you, you guys that. Um, and then on the front of our website, conveyor.com, you can also get a demo. Cool. Awesome, man. Isaac, thanks so much for your time. This was very helpful. And uh, let's stay in touch. All right. Sounds good. Thank you. That's all for this episode. Your next step is to join the change creator revolution by downloading our interactive digital magazine app for premium content, exclusive interviews, and more ways to stay on top of your game. Available now on iTunes and Google Play or visit changecreatormag.com. We'll see you next time where money and meaning intersect right here at the Change Creator Podcast. Thank <laughs> you.